Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Put your mouth right there. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 38, we're Steve. Friends and Rivals podcast. Don't step on my intro, God damn it. 38, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm your host, Tom Harkness. With me as always are... Stephen Wojtowicz, happy to be here for episode three of season two. Bill Fougere, fully ashamed of myself. Zach Wilson, I'm here for, for, for football. This is a football draft. <laughs> you suck. We come oh. on the air tonight with breaking news. <laughs> David Muir does this like every night. Every night there's breaking news on ABC's, you know, na- national news. And I'm figuring if it works for him, maybe it'll work for us. Derek Jeter was really good at baseball. That's the wow. breaking thoughts. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. How's that? I would agree with that. You're not the best number two on this podcast for no reason, Bill. <laughs> number one most overrated player in the history of the game. Wow. Is Tina like on a vacation? What's going on? <laughs> what? Simply stating that just to see if my wife listens wait, wait, to the podcast, which I know okay. she doesn't. Okay. Are you talking about Mike Piazza? <laughs> hey, holy hell. He would never talk about Gary Carter that way. Come on. You're damn right. A true American hero and deserved Hall of Fame member. Deserved? All, who left us all too soon. Deserved. That's a word. Look it up. I didn't, I didn't say it wasn't a word. I was just questioning if he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame or not. You're just crazy if you don't think he deserves it. I mean, I don't know. So you're the one guy who didn't vote for Derek Jeter to get in the Hall of no, Fame. No, I, I absolutely, I absolutely would have voted for him. I really thought he was going to get the Gretzky treatment. In all honesty, the 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 no waiting to go right to the Hall of Fame. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say his number two would be retired by every team in baseball. No. <laughs> Linger longer. So the. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Wait, we're moving on from Jeter already? Oh, well, you still got more? There was the, there was the flip. I mean, there was the dive into the stands. Most incredible the play of Jeter's career. Was a homer? Most incredible play of Jeter's career. Go. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm completely unprepared for that one. Most incredible play? The flip, the dive into the stands after he caught the ball, the dive into the stands when he was catching the ball, the Jeffrey Mayer home run. The nah, 3,000 that, hit home run for the final game, game-winning hit. I mean, no, that was good, I, too. What about the game-winning home run in friggin' game five of the 2001 World Series? They lost that World Series, so who cares? But still, it was still well, an amazing. All right, game. so it's on the list. Jesus. How about his home run and lead off against the Mets or the homer off of Al Leiter? Do you think those would be the most memorable moment of his career? Were those no. all of his home runs? That you I, just I, I think... I think to me, for me, it might have been the dive into the stands, getting that ball against Boston. Yeah, I'm with it. Was you. A, it was a basically it was a meaningless July game. I mean, nothing's meaningless when you play Boston, right? But it was just a, a mid-season game, and he's out there full full bore every night. So that might that play might have epitomized Derek Jeter. Mine was the walk against the Detroit Tigers in May. Of 2006. Well, that was a good one. He, he had a good eye. Nice torso. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that, was a, that, was, that, was, that was a good one. Nick, please save us. I think the flip's got to be the best. That Nick? Was, Nick baseball? You're, you're asking Nick to comment on baseball. <laughs> yeah. That's this is literally, awesome. literally, literally the sport I like care about the absolute least. I would actually rather watch cricket because I have no idea what the hell is going on. And it seems like, you know, amazing guys are catching the ball, like, you know, with bare hands. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, running back and forth with the wickets and, you know, the 360-degree batting style. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But it's exciting. I mean, Ultimate baseball, Frisbee, that's Nick's sport. Oh, not baseball. No, no, no. Disc golf, not Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, disc, disc yeah, golf, disc, right. No well, that's, I mean, yes. we know you're a pro at that. I like this. Game. I'm not a pro, but I'm pretty. I'm getting better, man. I'm getting better. We should go out next. If I'm up there next time, I'll I'll uh, I'll have to bring you up to uh, bring your discs called? and we'll Thompson go Thompson Park. Yeah, we'll go to Thompson Park. 
Bring your discs and we'll they go. They have disc golf. I'll bring my discs. Yeah. I'll bring some more. No Dude, they got a nice course. A real nice course. For reals? I yeah. just thought For they reals? did it on regular golf courses. No. No. no you'll want no, – that's boring. You want on, like, places where there's trees and stuff. Because, like, like, if it's open, it's just like you're ripped. Have you, you ever been to a golf field. course, Nick? Uh, there's no I've trees in the fairway. On the fairway. Oh, there are no trees just, in the fairway, no. Yeah, that's the challenge. It's for, you know, throwing straight or shaping your shot around. Hold on a second. Stuff. Are we really talking about disc golf right now? Yeah, we are. Well, this was Nick saving us. I should have never stopped us from going to the Hurricanes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really shouldn't. Now, Nick, is the number 20 on your Hurricanes t-shirt to represent the signing bonus that Kakuniemi got? I want to I want to change this from Aho to uh, Kodakemi. I want to put that on there. Just bonus. Did I say his last name right first off? Kakemi. I think I think you did actually. Did I? You probably you probably said. Say it again. Cock, right. cock in the enemy, right? Cock in the enemy. Cock in my enemy. Yeah, that's the one. What Billy said. That was right. <laughs> so the Hurricanes signed him to an offer sheet, one year over six million dollars. He's not a six million dollar player. He's nowhere near a six million dollar player. Uh, but because he well, was a restricted free agent, Hurricanes had an opportunity to talk to him about future contracts, not just this one as well. So I'm sure they have something set up in the future years to maybe get him at a lower tier or or whatever. But he's property of the Carolina Hurricanes. The Montreal Canadiens did not match um, obvious payback for Sebastian Ajo uh, when the Canadians offer sheeted him. Goes to the signing bonus of $20 at the end of that million-dollar contract. So. This was obvious payback. This is why offer sheets don't work, or is this now going to be the beginning of offer sheets? This, this is, is this, a, good, Billy. This is how you build a team. This getting payback to somebody else for fucking around with you. That's how you. That's how you build a team. Then you offer sheet somebody, and that's how championships are made by being sarcastic and going, "Hey, look what I'm going to do. I'm going to rub it in their face." Yeah, I, I honestly, it's a one-year deal, and it was brilliant in my opinion because no matter what the money is, it doesn't matter. It's not a bad contract. It cost them a, a what first and a third for a guy that you know they they, uh, they feel first first second and third. Are you sure? Right. It's second, I thought it was a first and a third. What was what was the total of the contract? More than I think it was six point one. I think it was just under the threshold for the first, second, and third. I think it was. Yeah, uh, okay. I, was I do believe it was only the first and the third. I think Nick was. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna throw that away, obviously. But with with that said, they get you know a guy that's um basically a, they're gonna re-sign him. They're gonna get him to a, a lower deal for the next three, four years after this deal. They'll get him for like let's say four million a year, and that would be a huge huge boon if he's a guy that can play on the second line for a first and a third uh for to a team that basically is um you know in the playoff hunt every year they're going to be in, in contention for a cup and they lost dougie hamilton so that's obviously a hit but nevertheless they they're still there they're going to be um i think that's a, it's like a think of it as like a, a trade deadline acquisition that works out for them if they can resign him so if they don't resign him i think it's you know it's a wash but it doesn't seem like that he he wouldn't resign there. I mean, he he willingly signed to play in Carolina. But so. wouldn't the money have been better spent on resigning Dougie Hamilton? I mean, I don't think they wanted to sign. I don't think he wanted to stay, and I don't think they made a big deal about it. I mean, God, they got Tony D'Angelo to replace him. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, it's UFA point. dude. Yeah, they got Tony D'Angelo. Man, I mean, that's a good point, but. But they're also now over the cap. What a million and a half over the cap now. So they have to shed some some salary, according to cap friendly. But it was a good, smart play, man. That's a, that sends a message to the rest of the league of, uh, you know, it's if you're gonna make an offer sheet, you better be prepared for it to come back. Because I mean, I think at this point every team's gonna be like, well, if we do one now, it's the precedent's been set to, you know, for retaliation, even if it's a, even if it's a short-term deal, who cares if you can get the guy back? So, I mean, it, there's, it's obviously circumstantial. I don't think Carolina would have done it if they didn't have uh, Montreal dead to rights essentially and have the ability to resign the guy. So it, it does take a little bit of, of the right scenario to happen, 
but it doesn't mean we're not going to see another one of these kind of crazy ones go out there, like a Thomas Vanek type of deal, uh, which was, was that the, no, Dustin Penner was the last one, right? Uh, Vanek was matched, but Dustin Penner was the one that was the last, I think in 2007 was the last one that actually was taken by a different team. He was like that uh, they took the picks. So, yeah, I think so. That was Edmonton, right? Let me ask Edmonton. two questions. One, is it really a publicity stunt gone wrong? Like, do you think they did the whole contract as a as a publicity stunt, stunt expecting it to get matched? No, nah, you really. I don't think you really can do that. I mean, it's just. I I, I think ultimately you're only going to sign a contract if it's a deal that you're willing. To, to see you go down because yeah. you, you can't uh, there's obviously was an element of that but um, i mean uh they, they they exploited that that angle to the fullest but you're stuck with this player this is this is yeah this isn't time for fucking around i mean you're you're oh. both in your roster well and luckily they're you, only stuck with him for a year though mm-hmm. and do yes. you think they do this if they hadn't re-signed Svechnikov? And he was signed to a bridge deal where it wound up him being an RFA at the end of the bridge deal. That's okay. They can still, they, you can still re-sign the guy to before you can make it so that your team isn't going to be in that position. Right. That's all in Montreal. They could have made a deal earlier. They didn't have to let him go so long. Okay. I don't know. It, it, it's a lot. I think there's a lot of moving parts in those deals. And like one of the things I read about, you know, was, you know, with the Isles was, hey, we're lucky. We, we could have been offer sheeted. People could have certainly have done that to a few of our guys if we didn't lock them up. Barzell, I, I, I am shocked nobody offer sheeted Barzell last year. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm absolutely shocked. I'm not I saying that I want the Rangers to do it, but I'm, I'm still very surprised that he did not get offer sheeted last year. Because that was the prime candidate and the opportunity to put an offer sheet on a player was Matthew Barzell. Agreed. Well, what's, what's that going to cost you? Uh, let's see. What did he sign for? Mm, well, let's see what That's... the cost would be. So it would be, okay, first, so let's say he signs seven mil, seven mil deal last year. First, second, third. Yeah, that's not a lot. Like, obviously, we signed him for that. That's what he signed for. So, to make I think move, is eleven million. Is that the the, the threshold for the most? Ten point two seven. Yeah, ten point two seven. So, if he signed a ten million dollar contract, it would have been two firsts, first. a second, and a third. Two firsts, a second, and a third. Yeah, he's worth it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I that's that's the threat. I think that's the right spot, and that makes it hard because then it's like ten mil is a lot. Because if you go up to 11, like that's like your four, four first round picks. I don't know any team that's going to do it unless it was like a McDavid, some generational player. Like yeah, I thought he was a generational healthy, player. Yeah. You know, like certain certain guys make sense, but very few. That's like a that's just superstar, you know, at this age, like let's say, you know, a 22 year old signs at 11, whatever, however many, what's the max you can sign? Uh, eight years, nine years, longer? I don't think there is no, well, in years-wise, I think it's eight. Yeah, years. yeah, eight in years, two. right? 11 million, eight years, like, they just signed 12, whatever the, the number is, 12, 13 million, whatever the max you can sign the guy for. At that point, if it's like an Eichel that was healthy, uh, you know, uh, like I said. Is there a max dollar you David. can sign that player to? I didn't, I didn't think there was a max dollar amount you can sign like a player 20% to. of your there cap. Is, is it 20% yeah. of your cap? Yeah pretty that's a lot but that would be the thing right that would be the, the poison pill you'd be like do we you know teams would probably not accept that unless it was if they were in a situation they couldn't like you know that's that's a huge well, a, a shitty team isn't gonna do that because they don't want to lose that many high draft picks because they could right. be really high draft pick lottery picks and then a good team's not going to do that because they're probably not going to have the cap space if they're that good yeah what would you wouldn't think like a boston or a New York Rangers, or a Dallas Stars, or Detroit. in all honesty, I think it would have to be like a that. team like the Devils, where you've got a whole bunch of youth up and coming. So you got a bunch of guys still on entry level contracts, where you can then throw a shitload of money at an established player and be ready to lose all those draft picks and be and be willing to lose those out. draft picks because you're you've stockpiled your 
your minor league team from playing, you know, shitty for the last seven years. You'd have to have bridge deals in place for the other guys. You have to have enough the right scenario to make it work, obviously. Otherwise, you're going to be in a situation where you have all your, your young guys paying, you know, being play, paid. Oh, it definitely it definitely comes back to hurt you in, in a couple of years. Yeah. As, as a fan, would you be excited if your team signed a player to an offer sheet? If we signed Connor McDavid and he came over or Sidney Crosby or a big name, and that would have been huge. I think anybody would like a superstar. Yeah. What if, if Ovechkin got moved, all of a sudden changed, everyone would be like, you know, you'd be out of your mind because you'd be like, this is a guy in his like 22nd, 23rd year of you know, his life. And he's like eight, nine years of him. You're like, holy shit. Prime but, time. Yeah, I get that. If it's a superstar, of course you're fucking jacked up. But if it was Kakanayemi? No. Absolutely no. not. I'm like, what are you fucking crazy? You're wasting yeah. money on this guy who's going to potentially be your second line, potentially be your second line center. I mean, it, the move to me was a little asinine. And it was full payback for whatever the Canadians were trying to do for Ajo. They just picked, I think, Hurricanes picked the wrong guy to do it to. Perfect. But if you got the if you got the cap space and, and it's for a year or whatever and you're gonna make your team better, uh, you know, uh, yeah, there's some risk in, in the in the draft picks that you're losing or whatever, but it's that's not it's not there's not that much not that much in the way of consequences to that action. For what it's worth, they do have uh, Chicago's third round pick this year. So yeah, I was going to mention that Nick. But Kakaniemi yeah. last year played fifty six games, five goals and fifteen assists on a on a Habs team that went to the Stanley Cup Finals. That went to the final. Doesn't sound like he's worth the contract that he got. <laughs> no, I mean in nineteen games in the playoffs, he had five goals and three assists. So I I don't I don't I don't. For, for that type of player, maybe Carolina sees something that we don't see because yeah. we're fans and we're on a podcast, but we do have a microphone in front of us, which does make us professional, um, or an expert, rather, not a professional. Um, you know, I'm a professional. You know what's funny? There's only one team in the league that has two guys that are acquired by offer sheet. Carolina. Carolina. So well, I don't right. know. Aho was already there. I mean, he signed the the intent to sign with with Montreal, but he ultimately signed with Carolina. Does yeah. that really mean he was acquired by an offer sheet? Well, Cat Friendly has him sign up. Yeah, a, I know. I saw sheet. that. Too. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a little bit of a gray area. Yeah, yeah. But well, man, it was matched. It was matched. So I, I got to listen. If he comes in next year and plays the full season and is twenty thirty for fifty points. It, it was the absolute 100% right move, and Carolina should be commended for what they did. But if he shits the bed like it looks like he has done throughout his NHL career, this is a dumb fucking move. If I'm Montreal, you know what I start doing? I start talking. I start. Thanking I them? have the, the media team should uh, – Montreal, Twitter feed, Facebook, they should all start friending Sebastian Ajo. And every time he comes – like put shit in his like hotel room, roll up the red carpet, and then three years when he's a UFA, and then just like they call him first first call and try and get him over. That'd be like the ultimate payback is over time they get Aho, and he goes and wins a cup for them instead of Carolina. Well, well oh. now every now everything is is square, right? You start scratch now. Now you start from scratch. You try to sign my player, didn't work out. Now we sign <laughs> your player. We got now we're even. Or is Carolina now two up? I think they're too up, honestly. <laughs> I think Montreal really sucks at this game. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, Mark Bergeron. That'll be the, or or is it decided at the end of the year? Well, yeah, I think that's that. And as so, taking always the, decided uh, year to year. Take it from Billy. Uh, yeah, that that's a really good point. Um, it's it's definitely going to be decided for sure. It's it in the next off season because we have to see how he, the, they do. Uh, how Kodakami uh, does. Can't say his name. Montreal. Montreal is going to struggle without, then we without having see, the benefit of being in that division. Now he's an RFA. He has to be resigned. If he resigns for, uh, you know, four million or something or whatever it is going to be for the next four years, if they can keep him under the cap and everything, that's going to be how the, the whole thing works. And then obviously Montreal and and Carolina how they're doing in the in the season. And uh, 
I bet the same thing. I, I, I feel like Montreal, as soon as they exposed Carey Price, I think, I think it felt started. It started to feel like maybe this is that was just the beginning of the end for that that rise they had. I mean, they really shouldn't have been there in that far in the playoffs if it wasn't for the, the format. I feel like, but I don't know what you guys think about that. Oh but, yeah, probably not. You know, well, Montreal Montreal shouldn't have been in the playoffs at all. I mean, if if in under Correct. normal alignment. They 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 missed their an afterthought. They they didn't even come close to being a playoff team. Right. Definitely going to be remain to be seen at the end of the year. I I'm going on record to say this was a dumb move by Carolina. Hmm. I he, he just he just not worth the money. There was plenty of other guys. They could have gotten Christian Dvorak from Arizona probably for nothing, for for the draft picks that they sent out in order to get a, a, a quality number two center. Probably would have cost them a hell of a lot less. So, I, I mean, I just, it, it seems a little idiotic. I, and you know what? I hope I'm wrong because I, I kind of like Carolina. Really? 4.45. That's what Christian Dvorak was making next year to be your number two center. So they could have saved money. Probably would have cost a second and a third. Yeah, and then still well, kept cause... their first round. They what, probably could, it, well, I don't know. I, I would still trade my own pick because the Blackhawk pick will probably be better. Be a little but bit you're higher. trading that second and third. Yeah. It's still golden. So, I don't know. Depends on the player that if my team was going to offer somebody, I agree. But if it was Kotkaniemi to be my second line center, I would be furious. Nick, you're in Carolina. What are the, what are the Carolina fans saying down there? Or do you not? Oh, there's NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, part of, partially true, uh, but you know, everyone pretty much is happy with the whole, you know, sticking it to Montreal. I think that's more of the sentiment. Um, yeah, yeah I, I got gotcha. you. Listen, I think you, you know, you're hitting the nail on the head though. He's, he's got to produce, and um, yeah, I think watching him play this year will be kind of a big deal. Um, I'm hoping to get out there. To see opening night, obviously uh, we're playing. Isles are playing Carolina for opening night, which is going to make it very difficult because opening night is going to be probably. Uh, in uh, the Emmy scores a hat trick. I <laughs> mark it down now. If I, if he does, I'm <laughs> I'm going to be like I was right. <laughs> we suck, you know. Usual. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. NHL in the Olympics next year. Is this being, are, are we done? Are we done with the NHL in the Olympics? Um, um, I'm at my wit's end about it. I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm done with NHL in the Olympics when the games are at four o'clock in the morning. Well, there's nothing, you, you can't control where the Olympics are played. No, but Everybody's don't have, have NHLers turn. in the Olympics unless it's in North America. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with them playing. I think it sucks that, you know, they're playing if they're playing in the middle of the night for us, but I mean, this sort of that's the same thing the rest of the world if it's here on the other side of the continent. So, I mean, yeah, but no other professional sports league in currently right now stops their season to allow players in their league to go and play somewhere else, right? Well, Baseball really doesn't do it with the Summer Olympics, assessment. basketball is a summer, doesn't have to, right? They don't have to, um, football is not in the Olympics. Right, um, I mean, soccer golf. does it. I think soccer golf does it. Golf did this year, right? Didn't they? Golf mm, no, I think they, they still played. I think they still well, played. They still the played. Only is those select amount of people. Well, that's. I think golf's a little, a little. Yeah. Right. Tennis. Yeah, tennis. Well, it's a that's an individual sport. Yeah, I don't think they, they, they stop the season to, stop. so those yeah. players can go. Right. They just so, move tournaments around it. Yeah. So the NHL is the only professional sports league to stop their season and allow their players to go and play in the Olympics. I thought it was great in the beginning. The novelty of it was awesome uh, in the mid nineties when we had the world cup and then it evolved in, into the Olympics. I thought that was awesome, but I mean, I think it's, I think it's worn out. It's welcome a little bit, Let the kids play. You said, you said it right there. This, uh, the, the world cup was the way God intended to have the elite hockey players face off against one another, not the fucking Olympics. The Olympics is supposed to be for, the Russians to send their their professionals and and kick the shit out of all the kids, and, and but 
to really gauge country versus country. It's supposed to be the Canada Cup or the World Cup or whatever you call it. And and those games luckily can be played at a reasonable hour. So uh, I, I've and you don't have to stop the season. It happens during, you know, the, the summer, the late summer, right before or maybe into training camp. But you're not stopping the regular season, which is absurd. I agree. I agree with you, William. You agree with the cur- curmudgeon? I do. I do. Oh, boy. Well, that was do, a I... fucking fantastic oh. segment. What's next, Chief? <laughs> wow. How about, how about players you expect to go from your team? You got a list of players you expect to go? Uh, no, I don't, but way to be prepared. Nick, you, yeah. Do you you have a list of players? Yes. I I, I don't even know what that means. Is wanted on their teams. Right. I forgot. Um, false. What does that mean though? I don't even, I don't even know what list we're making. Players you expect to play uh, from your team that will be playing in the Olympics. Oh, go into the Olympics. Okay. Like if Crosby's hand is is recovered from the, the masturbation accident, does he go to the Olympics? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Is he does. Malkin too injured to go to the Olympics? Not, Not right me. now. No, but, but that question that will be a question come February. Of course it will be. But he really wants to play in the Olympics, so he'll go. That's that's where Malkin's going to tough it out and, and actually make it to a game where he's where he's hurt. where he's injured, yeah. not for, for not for the team that's paying him eight million dollars, but no, no, for no. the country that could care less about him. Yeah, exactly. The Penguins do not. I, it doesn't seem like there's much interest in having Latang on Team Canada. That he's not projected to go, um, but Gensel for the U.S. would go. Mm. Nick, who you got? Uh, Matty Barzell, a uh, really good opportunity to play there. Uh, he could get passed over. Canada is super deep, so it, it depends completely on how they do that. Uh, I think you have an interesting... Not to, wait, not to interrupt you, but whenever it comes to Canada, it's always interesting to see how they set up their roster. There was that one yeah. year that they set it up to be a real team where they made sure they took third-line players for third-line minutes and fourth-line players. So it's yeah. always interesting when they put their roster together. I agree. I agree. So I'm never sure, but you know, Barzal is definitely a guy that could really do well there with, with some really talented players. Uh, you got, I think this year, after this year, I think Adam Pellick and Ryan Pollock have a, are in the conversation now because they play outstanding together, both Canadian. Uh, you could separate them. You could put one of them in, but I think they're, they gotta be in the conversation. Brock Nelson and Anders Lee are both American players. I don't know if either get in. Maybe one of them does. Um, I I don't know. I think I'd rather see both of them in than some of the other guys that they, that they usually throw in the there. But outside of that, um, who knows what Russian goalie they're going to put in for Russia? Vasilevsky's got to be number one yes. at this point. So then, who's number two? It could be. Barley, it could be Shashurkin, it could be any fucking guy. I, no, mean, I, I think don't, that I, don't know. Um, I think Varlamov was actually they they had a projection uh, the Russian team did anyway about percentages yeah. of actually making the team. I think it was Vasilevsky and, and Varlamov were, were one two, and they even it had Malkin ahead of a lot of players on that team to actually yeah. be on the team, which I don't really get. I really don't. He's what thirty? He's going to be thirty eight at the time, thirty nine. Yeah, but he's not that old. Is he? Ovechkin is. You're not going to put Ovechkin on the the ice with a fucking Walker, okay? From what I've seen out of him the past couple of years. But yeah, but Ovechkin's a different. Well, what about for the Devil, Steve? I think uh, Heesher and Siegenthaler are going to make it for Switzerland. Uh, Tatar probably for Slovenia. Everybody else is is like a a maybe. So Zaka in Czech Republic, Dougie Hamilton, maybe for Team Canada, Hughes, doubtful, but maybe for Team USA. And then uh, Jesper Bratt and Alexander Holtz, maybe for Team Sweden. Yeah, I, I think mean, Hughes like, make USA. Huh? You think? I think Hughes is going to make USA. Oh, I guess you say, and I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> Jack. Go ahead. What? <laughs> 
No, but I, I agree uh-huh. with you. Though. I think I think Jack Hughes has has a good shot at making the team. He's got a shot, but again, it's how are they going to make the team up? Do do they want to mix youth and experience? Do they want to go more experience? And what's he playing like when 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 roster time comes around? I mean, that's probably December. Yeah, that's gonna, that's going to be uh, that's going to be very uh, very telling about who's going to make the team or not. For sure, is how they're playing. I mean, because even on the Rangers, you have players like Panarin probably a lock for team Russia. Criders probably for the U S is advantage ad for team Sweden. Um, there's an outside shot heedle for Czech Republic. I don't think you're looking at Kako or Lafreniere, uh, maybe Kako for Finland, but Lafreniere not for Canada. No, I don't think that's going to happen unless he explodes and he's, he's now Connor McDavid next year, which I doubt is going to happen on defense. I mean, you're looking at Adam Fox is probably a lock for team USA. Um, but other than that, Truba doesn't make – I don't think Truba makes Team USA. I mean, he could, but I, I, I just don't think that's going to happen. And the goalies, I think Shesterkin is battling um, Aaron Sorkin for that third netminder spot in, on, for, for the Russians. So there, there, there's definitely some players that are, are definitely going to go during the course of the year, but you pray to God that they don't get injured, especially if your team is close to – that final two playoff spots and now they're done for the rest of the season and now your season's pretty much over especially if let's if the rangers lose zabanajad or if they lost Panarin, they're fucked absolutely fucked with with players with on, on a team like the islanders they can make some of that up right maybe not barzell so much um maybe that wasn't yeah. fair. maybe that wasn't a fair shot. that depth is the key though like you know yeah, but the Rangers have nothing but youth at, at depth right now, and it's it's untested, so we don't know what they have. Anymore. Right. Maybe you get the old Wally Pip situation. You know, somebody gets injured, young guy steps up, shocks the whole world. Right. Wally Pip. Right. Wally Pip. Just trying to go with the baseball thing. Remind me who fuck Wally Pip was? Uh, he was the first baseman was, that played. The shortstop that took- Derek Jeter replaced him. <laughs> He was the first baseman that Lou Gehrig replaced. That was Tony Fernandez. Bill. Close. <laughs> I was close. He was a Yankee. Got that part. I don't know. I'm just I'm 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 okay with not seeing NHL players stop the season and then go to the Olympics for for two weeks and then come back. Um, what if they didn't stop the season and those players left their teams? I, I don't know if you can do that. That's even worse. Would, Guys, would you leave your there's team? nothing else to fucking talk about. I'm just hypothesizing, all right? There really isn't. Fuck. You should be ashamed of yourself. Go with it for a second. <laughs> well, look, the, the Rangers did announce their development camp, which starts on Friday, which is pretty fucking awesome. Um, hopefully, they will... Uh, the New York Rangers media will cover it this year, as opposed to getting little snippets of, of well, images from if I'm not mistaken and you can check with our good friend uh from the athletic but I think the reporters are allowed back in the arenas this year right yeah they they are and and they and they did report that they I was only kidding they will be they will be okay. reporting on it um so very happy and this leads going to lead right into the training camp so this runs until the 20th and then you got another six days until camp starts. But they're not going to go. Buffalo, right? No, no, no. So this they, is just a camp. No, this yeah, this is just a development camp. They're not going to – I don't think they're doing the Travis City tournament or Travers. Oh, they usually go to Detroit. Like they used to do. Okay. Right. Um, this is – they're only going to – I think they're having a um, two-game exhibition with development camp rosters against the Flyers. Oh, okay. The so Flyers. they're doing their own little, their own little inter-team thing. Yeah, fuck the Flyers too, by the way. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. yeah, it's fuck like joint flyers. practices in, in the fuck NFL. The hey Noah, if there are any Flyers fans that you know down in TCNJ, fuck them. Yeah, Noah. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. So fuck the Devils the are going to Buffalo, and this On year purpose? it's well to participate in their prospect challenge. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought um, it was like for their COVID anniversary or something. No. Um, but and this year Pittsburgh has bowed out. They're usually that's usually a four-team prospect challenge. And this year Pittsburgh's not gone, so it's only three teams. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh oh. doesn't have any prospects. So oh. 
good fair point fair point yeah. hard hard to field the team if you don't have the right players yeah so who are, who are the three teams well, obviously buffalo new jersey New Jersey, buffalo and boston and boston so each team's going to play two games so the devils actually have a game in nine days it's great I'm very excited uh any any notable players on that roster i mean uh, probably holtz right gonna yeah sure holtz foot uh kevin ball riley walsh there's a lot of there's a lot of good players that are going to be playing in that game. Yeah, I, I, I Rangers the Rangers have the uh, obviously the development camp with the, a lot of the good young players that we definitely want to see and hear about. So the next uh, next couple of weeks are going to be uh, pretty exciting. Pretty excited about that. I well the Peng, uh, Penguins Jesus You're right they they don't have any prospects. Nothing well, that lights up the nothing that lights up your your fancy or like oh man I can't wait for that guy I can't wait to see that guy. Do you have they, any young players that are like that? They they signed Brian Boyle. He's only thirty six, <laughs> and uh, and they're looking forward to him on the roster. He's somehow they somehow that's, the that's young media, by this podcast standards though. <laughs> the the Pittsburgh media thinks Brian Boyle is an enforcer, and they're um, lining him up against Tom Wilson. I know he's a big guy. He's never really been like. I mean, he's a big guy. He'll throw his body around. For throws sure. the body around, but not yeah. He's not like take on Tom Wilson kind of guy. I don't know. No, it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. I think they mm-hmm. think they have the wrong idea of the player they got. The Rangers cornered the market on those players. They they did. That we did. It will be available if you guys want any. I'm sure by the trade deadline. <laughs> I'm sure by the trade deadline, some will be available for sure. I hope. Let's just say that I hope. Um. So hopefully we'll have a report next week about the uh development camp and um and we'll have we'll have that at least we'll have some stuff to talk about um all right and now it's time for impressions with nick fucking great boys fucking great wait wait we're supposed to start with fucking trivia see we start with trivia then we go to impressions jesus christ can can you can you do this over again, please? Can I, wait, can I do my impression for tonight? No, you I said you it. didn't have one. I got it. I got it. I got it. No, but you have to I wait. It. You're, I got it. It's number. It. You're, it. it's, you're number five on the agenda. Hold on. Hold on. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. That was bad. Um, that was Steve. That was excellent. Right? Did I get it right? I mean yeah. it. I mean, my feelings were pretty hurt, so it was very good, as usual, as per the usual. When the person you're impersonating gives you a standing ovation, that means it's damn good. Thank you, Stephen. So, in the USSR, which animals were trained to play ice hockey for the circus? Bears. Yep. Okay, let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> Bears. I was going to go penguins. We're done. Bears is much better. <laughs> All right. Hey, Tom, just yeah, to point, if we're pointing things out, yeah, I when we do the longer. trivia with Bill segment, it's wrong answers first. Yeah. Yeah, I should have drunk. I should have. We and then we pivot to the correct yep. answer. Um, we we don't have that much of an agenda today. We really should have spent a little more time on that question. <laughs> well, we can always talk about important matters in the world of sports with Steve. Thanks for that intro, Tom. Today's important matter takes us back to the field of baseball, where Major League Baseball is finally making the correct decision and allowing both the Yankees and Mets to wear first responders hats this year on September 11th when they show when they face off against each other. That has been important matters in sports with Steve. They weren't wearing them. Let them? They they have never in the 20 years since 9/11, the players have always petitioned to wear first responder hats during the game. What the fuck and is it going to Major League Baseball has always said no. A bunch of assholes. Even during 9-11? Did, did the coaches wear it? They, 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 wore, they wear them during uh, batting practice, but then for okay. the game, they had to change into their official hats. What a bunch yeah. of douches. I mean, seriously. Hmm. What a weird one. 
<sighs> you know, while we were talking, I happened to somehow fought, stumble upon this glorious sport in the Paralympics called goalball. Have you ever seen something called goalball? Goal, like G-O-A-L or gold? Goal, like goal, goal ball. Goal you need to Google goal ball on just on YouTube because you don't you don't Google something on YouTube. You YouTube it. Sorry. Well, you Search Google it and then you bring query. it to YouTube that it goes to. It's certainly yeah. all one word. Now, mind you, this is a. I guess it's for. I I don't know anything about it aside from I just watched the video silently, but it seems to be for people that are are blind. I think it's they're visually all wearing, impaired. Yeah, I think that's what impaired, I saw. Right? But. Oh, Great. Jesus. Close cash. Sweet. Oh, great. Uh, an arena. Oh, boy. We're now taking you live to the Paralympics for a special presentation of Goldball. Um, it's just a bunch of... Okay, now we're, now we're there. Okay. Now, now, no, now we're, no, we're not. Why do they, if they're all blind, why do they have blindfolds on? So maybe, it's Paralympics. So someone maybe to ensure? Yes. To ensure that they're blind? Yeah, because you can be legally blind and not 100%. Right. They're not really letting us see what the sport's about. Just, did, did you no. have to pick like no. the worst video possible? Yeah, this was this is terrible. You, could, like, you told me to Google something yeah. on YouTube. First I'm off, second, this is the first video. video they're not showing anything. They're just showing people I'm, roll the ball. I think I that's the sport. <laughs> I think that's the game. All right, so it's three on three. It looks like. Can we fast forward a little here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, describe what you're seeing to the people at home. Um, some guy in a blindfold got a ball. I, I hope it's a softer type of ball. One guy looks more like uh, like something you would play uh, dodgeball with. This is, this is again, the course about a very similar size to a tennis court. Uh, either yeah. end, it's a giant net across the back line on both sides with three players blindfolded, throwing the ball at each other, trying to score. And they can, they're basically just trying to stop it on either side. Whoa, look at this guy. Oh, okay. they may have stop. All right, so they stop yeah. it and they roll it the other way, and then those people try to spread themselves out and block the ball as best as they can. Why yeah. can't they just and I guess throw they it in the air and hit the crossbar? I think that's, I think that's part of it, because it's got to be rolled. Like I yes. was bouncing it, at least. There's probably a rule you can only go so high. Like a kickball pitcher. <laughs> because you can't hear it if it's like Oh, what a oh! Wow. What a shot. Goal! Damn, I didn't even good. give the Paralympics even a shot this year. But if I saw that goal ball, I probably would have won. I mean, Nick will go through great lengths to avoid watching baseball. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> This is way more captivating than baseball. <laughs> go far side. Go far side. No, no, that's, that's, no, that guy like ran up white. to the middle of the court. What, what What's that about? I think that's how far you, It looks like you can go to the white line. The, the second the white, white line. line is. Well, I think they know by the number of steps they take. Oh, he's going oh, wide. Oh, what a, what a save. Hey. Magnificent. Diving, sprawled out save. I think so, any one of these six guys in this competition right now would have done a better job than Tristan Jari in goal last season. Than okay. So you're saying that all Tristan Jari had to do was just lay down in the crease and that, that would have sufficed? Okay. Here's my strategy if I'm coaching this team. Three sumo wrestlers. 
<laughs> ah, the Charles Wang. Uh, well, I don't uh, know. Are you better with you better with sumo wrestlers, or are you better with like three Zidane Charas or like Minute Bowls? Yeah, I like the Zidane Chara idea. Three like dudes that are just like six nine. Like yeah. they just they like they three of them lay across the full thing. And they, let's they, just put they, let's put my team against your team. Let's go. Let's set this shit up. This is like the fat bizarre. guys and the skinny guys in like Nintendo hockey. hockey. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, that was all. That was where it was at. It was three, uh, three, three skinny guys. They're so much faster. Yeah, I know, it, but you needed that big fat guy to run them over. You guys gotta keep away from him. If John Bon Jovi starred in a movie about this sport, I would watch it. Wow. Well, I know that for, for radio, that was riveting for everybody to listen to. Um, so we, we appreciate that. But that that's a very, very interesting sport. Do you think very that's the, the Paralympic equipment uh, equivalent to handball? Do you think that's what they're going for? That seems pretty close. Sounds about right, I would think. Wow. Talk about goalball. We've done way too much agreeing on this podcast tonight. We're not <laughs> talking about hockey all that much or our way, teams. Way too much. You're an idiot. <laughs> Who's going to disagree with that? No one. <laughs> nope. No one tonight. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I, I still think we should commentate uh, a Nick's snake draft with a bunch of nerds that are coming up after this. Can we? Can we please do that? No, we just want. I just want to commentate it. No, it's by people from live streaming on on Twitch. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. A snake draft with IT people. It's going to be fantastic. IT people that have no idea. Do they even know what football is? Do they think you know the number one pick is going to be Bill Gates? A couple people will not. uh, A couple people have never played before. One of them, um, she's like, I think she's only doing this because she wants to be able to learn how to like talk about football with her boss. I I don't know why else she would decide (laughs) to to jump in on it. And she, because she was like, "Oh, is is our boss doing it?" I'm like, "No, he's not. He's not. He's got shit to do. <laughs> he's like, he's like too important." She's like, oh. "Have they ever watched a football game?" Yes, uh, a bunch of them have. Like, I have one guy. Like, it's like a complete range. Like, the one dude who plays in like 30 leagues a year. I got the one guy. One guy who's in India who's never even heard of football. Um, there's people in the middle. I mean, it's just everywhere. I, I, I don't know how it's going to go. There's at least, I'd say half, like probably eight, eight people in the league have played Nick, fantasy football before. Nick, are you the guy in 30 leagues? I am not. <laughs> Nick, is that I you? am the guy in five leagues. This guy is, there's a guy that I, I work with. I talked to him about fantasy football before, and he, was, he had a shocking amount of leagues he plays in. But he has like a whole thing. It's like, it's, that's his thing. Like, that's, like he never has got something He's saying he just plays in a million leagues. And I'm like, I don't understand how you even do more than. All right, interesting. Uh, Nick, what's your thing? Wearing shirts of teams you don't root for. Tom, what's your thing? Disney. <laughs> Bill, what's your thing? Obscure music. Oh, what's oh, my thing? Yeah. No, no, no. Obscure music over porn? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess now. Back in the heyday, though. Now. Back in the heyday, I'm, it was a. The race was a, a lot further away between. Did, one was could you not well be so personal? I mean, I mean, what's our listener going to think? <laughs> Nothing that he already doesn't know. <laughs> Steve, so, what's so, your thing? What I don't know. What's my thing? Your thing? Writing down fucking food that you ate. Oh my god, that's your fucking uh, thing. Do you so, want me to get all my notebooks out? Jesus Christ! Oh I mean, me how far back do we go? <laughs> Why? Well, Yes, he is half Chinese. He is half Chinese. You are right. Thing. I thought it was gonna be taking pictures. Yeah, oh, taking pictures. Are Come you on. fucking kidding? Yes. Taking pictures. A, you remember in vacation when when Rusty goes to his cousin's house, he got a stack of nudie books this high. That's Steve's notebook list of shit he has eaten in his life. He marks down every single day. Really? Really? Why? This goes back to 2003. What? So go ahead. Oh, pick yeah. a day. It's true. It's damn true. Between right. now and 2003. September right. 31st, 2011. 
Are you thinking which notebook that's in or counting how many days are in September? <laughs> There's only 30 days in September, Bill. All right, all right, all right. All right. I got I'll one for day. you. April 20th, 2011. 420, y'all. And then you have to tell me why that's an important date. And then that's the triplet's birthday? That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a granola bar for breakfast, oh. a Marilyn Monroe sandwich from a deli in Freehold for lunch. <laughs> really? Yes. Can't make this shit up. And then we put together patio furniture during dinner time because we had a hockey game at 840. We won that game seven to three, and I had one assist. Wow, dude! I want, I want. Wait, this listen, when you, if you, if you have an untimely death, I want you to leave me these notebooks. They're all going to be right there. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell Tina. Dude, I, that's what I want from you. Get it, if you, no, it's, it's on record. It's on record. You want them? You get them all. Excellent. Could it be in a garbage dump a day after he dies? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be reading them constantly. I'll be like, this is amazing. I want you. I want. I'm sick of you being skinny. So I want you to eat exactly what I ate, <laughs> starting from the beginning, and you will be fat in no time. How about oh, July fifteenth, two thousand and six? We're gonna have the top rated podcast after we do a few more minutes of this. We, that was your way. This is a new segment. That's, That's right. New segment. This is a new, this is, so we're not doing important matters with Steve anymore. We're doing, what does Steve eat on this day? (laughs) Yeah, can we do that? Can we do that? That's amazing. And then, Bill, you guys started coming up with some more, I don't know. Interesting truth. There's pressure that, yeah, there's definitely pressure on me to come up with at least a new spin on the segment or something. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, and now after all that riveting information, we're going to take a little break and come back next week. Um, go on Twitter and like our Twitter thing. Follow us. Friends under at friends underscore rivals. Our marketing department is back in full force. God in heaven. Um, uh, don't forget to uh, give us a review on iTunes. Did anybody review us? I didn't, I didn't look before. Come on, guys. Give us a review. Let me give a quick little peek here and see if anybody gave us the old reviewer. Still Pete and mom. Okay. Uh, go on. Well, you, if you don't know where to get podcast, hit yourself head over, hit yourself over the head with a hammer. Um, Billy, say something, Woody. Speaking of the Mets and the Yankees and the first responder hats this, uh, this weekend, uh, do you think they're going to let them wear those first responder hats when they're playing in the world series in, in uh, this year? So you're saying the, the Mets Subway and the Yankees series? are going to play in the world series this year. Hells Yeah. Uh, stop them. Just please shut uh, up and send this out, please. 